another episode of Unplanned Trek and I'm really looking forward to this one. My name's Andrew. I'm Isaac and this week we are joined by Clark. Clark. Who um, we've had on before when we did our um, Wrath of Khan commentary. Oh and, and wasn't that a biting commentary that he provided? It was it was scintillating. We were just as biting to we be were. fair. Mm. Uh, we set the bar low and Clark was able to Exceed our bar. He climbed underneath it. He'd quite easily, <laughs> mate. Quite easily. Yeah. So, um, welcome to the to our actual show for the first time, Clark. It's good to have you on. We are going to watch an episode of original series. Oh, and I'm looking forward to this one because this is one of my favourites. Right. I can't remember it by name alone, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure what we're getting today. Are you aware of a Simon Earth from from anything from your dad, Clark? Are you are you aware of this episode before today or uh, no? I was not. I no. Okay. The original series, really. Yeah, that, that that's okay. We'll 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 pop it on, and then we'll share our thoughts straight away, guys. Let's do it. We're off to watch the show. And we have. We've watched the show. How are we feeling, boys? Oh, it was fantastic. (laughs) I'm feeling stoked. I love it. It was interesting. I felt it was really long. (laughs) (laughs) You were were shuffling a little bit. Yeah. You were were a little bit... Did a little bit, um, I I don't know, you know, sort of waiting for it to actually start. (laughs) Yeah, so I was waiting for... Something to happen in the episode. The things that got me most about the episode was how much, like, other things it looked like. Like, there was, it felt like... I also thought it looked very Austin Powers-y as well. Um, well, it was made in 1968. Yeah, but Austin Powers wasn't. I oh, know, I'm being silly. Um, <laughs> really? I thought Austin Powers was a documentary. <laughs> but, yeah, um, just... Okay, that's a special guest star there. We're also joined, uh, you know, it's unplanned. Sometimes we're going to be joined by a kid or two. Or a blurt machine. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've watched it, we're ready to jump into it in our normal unplanned or planned way. Well, can I just say, before we start, Hmm. you guys know that this was a backdoor pilot to a TV series that never happened. So what does that mean? So... Back then, and it's still done these days. In fact, the first season of Titans had a backdoor pilot to the Doom Patrol TV series. So they'll make an episode of one show that is designed to launch another show. I think that happened in the American version of The Office as well. I think there's an episode where they go to a farm or something and that was going to be a Dwight spin-off. Yep. That's, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so this yeah. one, so the Gary Seven character right. and Roberta Lincoln, um, his secretary, and Isis the cat, yeah. was um, it was meant to be a show about the supervisors who, of course, if you're right. a devotee of Star Trek Picard, you'll, season two, you'll understand what they're all about. They're mm. all about making sure that the right things happen in time when they're supposed to. And unfortunately, the series never got made. And that's why that right. episode feels like like nothing happened. Because it was setting it all up. It was all exposition. So it, do you know if that was going to be all set in 1968 or if they are going to visit different periods? No, it was going to be all set in 1968. Yeah, right. yeah. 
because I did. They did mention in the episode that it was an important era. Mm. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, I mean, Terry Gar at the time was was massive, massive star. She'd mm. been in like five Elvis films or something crazy like right. that. You know, so yeah. so and and was a voice ended up being voice actor on Batman Beyond. Wait. Really? Just to bring right. it back to Batman. It, it, it always does. It, it we always, always find does. a way. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. So. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> no Spider-Man apparently is tired. Yeah. You have a I'm second. not Spider-Man. Yeah. Aren't you? No. We'll, we'll have a chat to Spider-Man and we'll I'm get our first If you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better? Than the voyage home. It's a big question. We ask it every week. We do, but yeah. you go, I think you should ask it now. Is it is it worse than Chrysalis? No. It, is it better than the voyage home? Mm, no. No, it's not. No. Okay. No. Look, um, the voyage home has action. Well, well, things has whales. It. it does. What we don't know is. Would a subsequent episode of the TV series Assignment Earth have involved whales? We don't know. It. We we don't know that. There's nothing in there that would suggest that it would. Oh no! But, but I felt equally, I felt deeply that there probably would have been one. Yeah. Involving whales. Do you think the episode would have made better, Clark, if we had a some whales in it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Everything's better with whales. <laughs> Everything's right. better with whales. That's yeah. what. That's the United Kingdom tagline. Oh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. No, uh, it's, look, it's not better, but it's still still good. Um, well, on that theme, if this was the first episode of Trek you ever watched, would you go back for a second? Um, maybe, well, probably, but if I did go back, I'd probably be confused why three of the characters who were in the episode for basically the entire time never appeared again. Right, where are the leads? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right, those, those kind of characters were there more than... Even like Spock and Bones in this episode. Well, yeah. if you watch if yeah. you watch this for the first time, you'd be like, they should make a TV series yeah. with uh, with Gary Seven and yeah. with Roberta Lincoln and Isis the Cat. Yeah, that's right. Well, what they, a brilliant idea that, that would, be would a have great been. Idea. What a fantastic! I can't believe I just thought of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would watch that. I don't know if there was enough in this episode for me to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching it. Oh, there was. No, was there? It might just be harsh because I was a bit, a bit tired from it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 look, I realise it doesn't reach out and grab you by the scruff of the neck and shake you and yeah. say, this is goddamn Trek. It's not cause and effect. Let's blow up the Enterprise before the opening credits yeah. and then we're on it again. Why? And then we're on It's a, not that. Let's play the same poker game over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, No, That's true, right. but still. That. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I would watch again. Yeah, and I, I, I take it from you convincing me that I would that you would as well, Andrew. <laughs> I've watched it many times. Yeah, excellent. Spock does pat a cat. That's always a good part. I guess that is a redeeming part of the episode. <laughs> well done. The Riker. <laughs> Okay, this is one of our favourite segments where we're looking at is there any relationship or physical activity that happens in the episode? Uh, yes, now, Clark, you don't understand what, what Morn Hub is a reference to, do you, of course? Um, it's a character from Deep Space Nine. That is it? what it's a reference yes, to. Yes, good, that is, good. That's, that's the true. answer you were supposed to give. Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm going to argue that Spock 
and Isis should get a point. Now, he was patting her a lot on board the Enterprise. Oh, he was. And he said that she was uh, she's strangely calming, I think. Or naturally or drawn naturally to. Naturally drawn to, and, yes. And it's revealed that she is a different kind of amorphic creature in the mm. world. Are we happy for petting the cat to be mourn-worthy? Well, look, it's a fine line between petting and fondling. You all you can say that every episode. Sometimes I say it when we're not recording an episode. <laughs> Most of the time, well, yeah, I don't realise, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, well, we call it heavy petting. The, the other the day, I said it on on the bus on the way to work, and it, apparently that was a bad thing to do. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Are we are we happy to call heavy petting then? Um, oh, very. Points. Very much. Excellent. So we um. I've, yeah, we'll give Spock and Isis points. I don't think there's anyone else that was close to getting points this week, though. I think it's those two alone. Yeah, look, I mean, um, probably me and Spock's hat. Oh, well, I called it Dr. Mabenga's hat it, from oh, Spock and Mock. Oh, it was yeah, Mabenga's yeah. hat. Um, oh, but we, we loved that hat then and we okay. love it now. So this, so that hat, Mabenga's hat, mm. because that is a prequel to this, yes. inspired Spock to choose that hat. To go down to Earth and blend in. In fact, Spock might have seen him wearing that hat on that episode. Although he was busy being his fiance. Yes, wife. he was. Yeah, he was busy yeah. body swapping stuff. But the fact is, he saw the hat, oh, yeah. and therefore he when they when when Kirk said they got to go down to wardrobe and get some clothes mm. to blend in to 1968, Spock would have just hat. grabbed that hat straight off. Yeah, excellent. Well. It's a good hat, but it's not a gorn. Mourn. Mourn hub. <laughs> the Captain Jean Luc Picard Medal. Well, I mean, it really isn't very difficult in this episode to pick the three standouts. There are like 900 characters in this episode. Oh, you're counting all the people in the control room yeah. of the um, yeah. of the launch. There was thing. a lot to pick from. There was a fair bit of NASA um, file footage used, wasn't there? There's a lot of unnamed. Yes, in here, there but, was. But yeah, um, I'm happy to. Okay, well, for me, yeah, one vote. Yeah, Gary Seven. Only one. Only one. Yes, and I realised that was going to be the surprise. Yeah. Um, look, because literally he was doing his job. Yeah. He was doing his job, and the Enterprise turn up. By the way, pre-credit sequence, we've just gone back in time casually to 1968 to As do a bit do. of historical research. I don't think they even justified why. We're, just, we're here in 1968. They're just doing, like, like to, to do some historical research. Just yeah. read and look up Wikipedia, dude. It's like you don't need to go back in time. And also they don't, they don't even mention a, how they went back in time nor how they go forward in time to get back. We're just stuck in... We're in 1968 at the end of this episode, aren't we? We haven't returned. No, correct. That's They don't bother. And there's no slingshotting around the sun. I think they said something about the sun at the start. That Did they? Yeah. You see, I mean, we, we do know from uh, Picard Season 2... They do where, it all the time. Yeah, they do it all the time. Oh, Kirk's yeah. Enterprise did it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because they had a Spock. Yeah. Um, so, look, Gary Seven doing his job, yeah. just getting in there, supervisor, the whole bit. Gets and, a vote. And he gets a vote. Now, two votes. Mm-hmm. Two votes, Roberta Lincoln. Roberta Lincoln. Terry so, Gar, absolutely magnificent. She was a dancer in five Elvis films. Yeah, but there weren't five Elvis films in this episode. No, but I don't care. There was no? Terry Gar in this episode. Okay. And and she was great because she mentioned something about, you know, 
young. She was twenty when she made this this yeah. th- that show. She mentioned something about oh, young people. These you know, yeah. those, that, that's why we're all a bit uh, we're all crazy, a bit crazy and wild and yeah. protesting. This is all of Vietnam era that type of thing. White album, same year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was and the way she was dressed and everything. Mm-hmm. It was all very cool and yeah, yep. very Beatles esque. Yep. Yep. And um, she would have been a great character in a TV series if they expanded on it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. So, plus, too. plus, she's gone Gary on the head with a, uh, <laughs> I don't know, would look like, would it look like a some like sort a of stone stone square. thingy, like a paperweight or something? Yeah, that green school looked like a real miniature Borg ship. Yeah, a desk true. <laughs> and she had and she had his sonic screwdriver, which was a dead set sonic screwdriver, wasn't mm, it? it? She was. had it set on on destructor mode. Yeah, or well, again something. with that that get smart feel of the episode, it was very much a chaos and control kind of look. What this it was thing that we can it, do it was, and so therefore. Predictably now, three votes must go to ISIS. ISIS, because ISIS, the oh, fact that I, you know what I didn't, I didn't know that's where you were going. You didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. ISIS I didn't. was great. She just basically he, he, the guy's yeah, trying right. to fiddle around on a gantry on a rocket ship at the top, at the very top, and the cat just casually walks What's on that? his back, just has a bit of a look and what he's leaves. doing, <laughs> and then leaves. He's like, "Well, this is shit. I'm yeah. leaving. Boring. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry." Is, is there food here? No. Yeah. Okay, done. I'm yeah. out of here. I want to have a nap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so Tom Swain's the cat's over there doing the same thing. Yeah. No, she was great. And yeah. then you find out that actually she's like a hot chick, and that's cool too. Yep. But then she turns back into a cat. Doesn't say any line. No, no lines at all. Amazing and, outfit. And yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. The titillation theory was working really yep. well there. Yeah. Um, but but still, um, ISIS would have been again just for the thing that we missed in Assignment Earth, the TV show. <laughs> Do fell down um, was it uh, you know she would have been like jumping in and out of human then cat yes which yeah. would have been pretty cool it would have been cool yeah, yeah. No, excellent votes well done Andrew good well the, the positive votes do imply negative votes so we're going to invite Clark in for the next segment the Keiko O'Brien medal Yes, just as alluded to, we've invited Clark to take the negative lens this week and spin it on the episode Assignment Earth. So, Clark, have you got your votes worked out on the three negative or most annoying characters of the episode? I think I mostly have. Okay. Um, only one of them is really annoying, though. The other two were just dumb. Oh, yeah, that'll yeah. do. He's, he's, he's already picked up on yeah, the idea. Yeah, he knows the show. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Um, number one, first that. First vote was the um, Gary Seven's computer. No, good, good choice. Good choice. The sole reason it ha- that its voice annoyed me. Mm. It, it, its voice was so high pitched and irritating. I've never seen something else that annoying. It was no Miguel Barrett. It wasn't even Siri. No. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. So if your phone had that voice, would you really? Would you I would chuck, chuck my phone? You chuck your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't that's get any a, ideas. That's a big call. A teenager was, would chuck his phone. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a good choice. A good we like vote. that. One vote. Okay. Yeah. Two votes? Um, two votes go to the, um, what was it, security guard for <laughs> Gary Seven on the Enterprise. And right. Well, I'm not sure if I could just give an honourable mention to every single member of a security the of a security company or law enforcement in the episode because they were all horrible. Mm. We're pretty jobs. bad at their job. Yeah. <laughs> pretty lax security. Wasn't it was it? the one who told him to put the cat down yeah. while he rang security. Why? What was yeah. the point of putting the cat yeah. down? In fact, it makes things a bit more dangerous, doesn't it? Having yeah. a, a cat unprotected. 
Also, also when you said put the cat down, I thought, hang on, put the cat down? Oh, yeah. That's not very nice. Like, like, the, like the cat's a weapon or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, I'll, 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 so I reckon the two votes for, what, every security person yeah. or policeman yep. in the whole episode? Except um, three votes for the security guard who was meant to be guarding Spock and um, Kirk while, while they were at the, in the launch site room. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one because, who... Yeah, the, the other ones were either just dumb or slow. He was just bad at his job. Like, he was looking. <laughs> he wandered away, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he moved away. When one of their um, communicators started making noises, he looked at it and let Spock come up behind him and go, well, you see, you've got to turn the dial here. And then didn't do anything when the, prison, when the person that meant to be keeping prisoner came up behind him completely free to do whatever he wanted, which Spock then Vulcan nerve-pinched him and yeah, ran off. Because even if Spock wasn't Vulcan, if he, was, he just could have punched him in the back of the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah, yeah, Kirk could have done that. Oh, Kirk, uh, two-handed. Oh, yeah. Two-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like fighting Gorn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think they're three fantastic votes. And very logical. What? Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. So this medal is for fighting, basically. Fighting of all forms, and sometimes it is a bit of a stretch to actually find fighting, but not in this episode. No, I found four different fights. Four, did you? Oh, yeah. okay, that's, well. So first we had beamed up on, on board the Enterprise. We had Gary. Oh, yes. We had Spock. Mm. We had Kirk. We had the useless security guards, <laughs> and we had Isis, all mm. involved in all the All involved fight. in the fracas. Yeah. Then... The imbroglio. <laughs> Thank you. The Natalie. Natalie and Brulio. Yes. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm torn now. Um, <laughs> the second fight. Uh, no, this is how I feel. Yeah, 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 she does, yeah. yeah. The second fight was um, in the Gary's office on the planet. We had Roberta kind of fighting both Kirk and Spock. Indeed, yes. Is that, that really a fight, though? Oh, the, well, they restrained her. Yeah. It, it was, wasn't consensual. It wasn't really any punches or kicks, though. It, was it wasn't. It was violent. I was, I was happy yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. I've got Roberta and Gary having a fight. Yep. As well. When you got sconed on the head. Yep. <laughs> and my final fight is um, Spock Nerve pinching the army guy. It, I, I know he incapacitated already, I know I've already said that the, the, on your second one, does that count as a fight? But is, is really? Is, is that, is he got, well, if you yeah. look, yeah, he, he got knocked down. He just got knocked down in a nice... Beautiful way. It was, more like an, it was more like an assassination, though. It's a, it's oh, a hand <laughs> on the shoulder. Hand on the shoulder, but yeah. to completely incapacitate. It is. Yeah. It's done with love, though. Yeah, and it's a falcon nerve pinch. It is, indeed. So, so it's got to count, right? It's really a technically a human nerve pinch, because he's not pinching a Vulcan. <laughs> well, you couldn't see what he was doing with his other hand. <laughs> Rock watch. This is a segment where Clark and I sit back and watch your old man, Andrew, um, bask in his uh, geekiness of all the different things he knows about people that are on the episode. So for me, that's the guy from Star Trek. That's all I can say. Mm. But when you watch the episode, you're like, she's from this. And I nod along. I know. I'm I'm like like a walking IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. And so in this episode, of course, it has to go to Terry Gar. Right. Who who was at that point in 68 was really an up-and-coming movie star. Like I said, she was a dancer in five Elvis films. Um, She was in Kiss and Cousins. Which I was pr- I'm pretty sure is the Elvis film where Yvonne Craig, Batgirl from the Batman TV series, plays Elvis's girlfriend. 
Right. So Yvonne Craig was super famous before she was Batgirl, which is pretty cool. And I haven't seen any Elvis Costello movies. Wrong See, Elvis, dude. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't even, okay? Just, uh, just that, that was for Clark. That was for, he, doesn't, he doesn't know either of the Elvises. Um, well, Terry, <laughs> thank you. I know that one. Well, you know that one. Yeah. Uh, he knows that one. Okay. Well, look, Terry Gale was actually in an episode of um, Batman <laughs> in, before this, before the, Star Trek in 1966. Okay. Um, she ended up doing a lot of voice acting towards the end of her career. She was in Batman Beyond. She was Terry right. McGuinness's mother. In Batman Beyond, but she um, was in the remember the Dustin Hoffman film Tootsie, where he plays a cross-dressing female actress. Oh, you yeah. mean Mrs. Doubtfire? No, <laughs> I do not mean Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> at all. Okay. Anyway, she was nominated for a Best Supporting Academy Award right for that role. So this was yeah, this was one of her breakout thing. So I think for that, she gets a rock watch. Yeah, excellent. Nominated for an Academy Award means she didn't win an Academy Award. <laughs> Although that's, that's better one than what closer than yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. and as a long-term listener of the show, we'd say hello to her as well. Thanks, Terry. I always, I always like to tell people that I've made one unsuccessful TV pilot, which makes me similar to 90% of actors in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Terry. Dogs wag tails And cats don't like to be seen This one's for Grudge Cause she is our queen A little bit more gentler than our wolf medal We've named this one after Well, is it our favourite cat in the series? Is it Grudge is. your favourite? Oh, I think, I think Grudge is everyone's favourite it, you... It would be scary not to be your favourite because she would find you. Oh, totally. Yeah. She's a queen. That's right. She is. She's the queen. Yeah, yeah. And I think in this episode, of course, this is great because the Grudge Award can actually go to a cat. Yeah. And we haven't had Spot on yet, I don't think. I don't think we have, no. Yeah. Um, but this might be our first non-Grudge cat mm. appearance. So yeah. obviously a point going to... Isis. And owned the episode. Oh, yeah. And got points. So. And, and I, I just love it, the, the fact that, like, you know, someone had to be that would have been the cat wrangler on that episode. And that cat literally did whatever it felt like. Yeah. Like, it was plainly not... I re- yeah. You know that scene where Spock is petting the cat? Yeah. I reckon that was purely to keep it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was half the cat- intrigue of the episode, really. It had, <laughs> had a good agent. Yeah. It was, like, there was minimum screen time, obviously. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Spock's literally debriefing Kirk about what's going on while he's just casually patting this cat. And that's the key word, casual. He looks so comfortable yeah, with that cat. he was cat. fine with it. What, yeah. a, what a great stunt cat that one was. He's probably thinking, hang on, is this my half-sister or something? Has well, Sarek oh. not told me something about? <laughs> oh, Sarek, you're a naughty boy. <laughs> oh, 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 not with a catian. Oh, well, oh. we only know of two siblings so far. So far. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and we know he didn't stop there. And we know that there's other shows in development, right? Correct. We, what do we want? We want Sarek the next generation. I just think as well, generations. <laughs> it's a bit like eight is enough in space. Oh, party of party of five. Party of five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have they used a saucer separation? Similar to Rock Watch, this is where me and Clark can sit back and have, have a cuppa or, um, or, or whatever we like, really, while we watch Andrew do his good work. So um, for new listeners, this is where we ponder if 
if the Enterprise or the 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 lead vessel in this episode had the ability to source a separate, if they used it, how would have it improved the episode? So Andrew's given this a lot of thought. Well, and of course the answer is it would have improved it immensely because it would have kept you awake. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking of it from the point of view of the director. The action. So we're, no, imagine we're cutting the episode, we're mm-hmm. in the editing suite, we're cutting the episode, and I'm just sitting there saying, you know what, I can just see the occasional what um, viewer here dozing off a little bit. Mm. Maybe we're not quite grabbing their attention, Gary Seven... ISIS well, and all And you know what? There was a lot of 20 minutes left. Mm. 19 minutes, minutes left. left. Yeah. So, so, so at <laughs> 20 that minutes point, again. <laughs> but, the key, but the key to it is who was in command of the Enterprise for most of the episode? Scotty. That's correct. Okay. Hmm. Scotty likes to mess with shit. Okay. Correct. So can you imagine at the end of the episode when the beam's up? Mm-hmm. Kirk and Spock, yeah. he separated the saucer and yeah. he beams them into an like empty, empty bit. Em, em, entirely empty saucer section. He gets everyone to hide in the engineering oh, right. and they beam up to the saucer and there's no one around and they don't realise that it's separated and they're all down in engineering cacking themselves laughing at what a practical joke that was. They could also, because they've got the warp engines, yeah. they could go back to the present and, and leave it, them in the 60s. They just stuff in the saucer <laughs> section, but but it would have been the best laugh at the end of the episode scene. You know, oh, you got me there. You yeah. got us there, Scotty. Oh, oh Scotty. Scotty, what? you did it again. Oh, you, you, you old scam. <laughs> you. Yeah, so I think that would have been that would have been first it would have been good for the viewers and it would have been good for a comedy ending. I can't argue. That that is you showed your workings. You yeah, know? I did, yeah, I, I I bought the receipts, mate. Thank you. Well we're at that time of the episode where we, we're close to bidding adieu. But hmm. we have spun the wheel. Oh, you spun it before. I spun it before right. I came here we, today. We have a wheel. We, ha- we have a very big wheel. It has 859 spots on it at the moment. Oh, wow, okay. I have, we've got an episode next week coming from Star Trek The Next Generation. And if you were naming all the episodes after me, mm. this might be one that you'd apply to me. Okay, lay it on us. The Perfect Mate. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that, now there's a really good rock watch in that. Oh, is there? Yes, okay. there is. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Episode yet, and you're already doing it. Yeah, totally. That's no, yeah. a great episode. So this isn't the perfect mate where it's the guy that says come in and have a beer and let's watch the footy type of mate, is it? It's not. It's but not that. Let's just say that that um, would be a good episode, though. This is. It's not a perfect mate that I would say no to watching the footy with and a beer. You would watch the beer. I'd. What, I'd drink the beer and watch, watch the footy and drink the... Watch the beer and drink the... I'm confused now. I think you drink the mate. Drink the mate? No, hang on. Oh, no. Well, that, that really got awkward. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know what? That's great because next week will be even more awkward. Oh, it'll be even more uncomfortably yeah. awkward. Great. We're going to watch The Perfect Mate. You guys have a week to watch it before the, the next podcast comes up too. And look, if you do watch it and you want to throw us some ideas for the awards... Mm. Tweet us both. Tweet us at Unplanned Trek because, I mean, we don't want to actually have to do any work. Yeah, give us ideas and make the show a little bit easier for That us. would be much easier, exactly. Yeah. Um, if you want Clark to come back on, or if you don't, just send us yeah. a tweet. Why would you not want me 
keen to come back on. Exactly. Everybody yeah, wants you to come back on. making this the greatest show in history. Oh, yeah. well, he's, he's really gone from 0 to 100 there. Well, you know, to be fair, you know, we throw a, a bit of shade at each other on this episode. We do. Clark's owned it. This he is, has. This is Clark's episode. We're the guest, he has. We're the guests this week. He has. So, look, you can, you can hit me up. You can hit me up at, um, at Hogan Nerd. Um, you can hit at Unplanned Trek on Twitter. We love to hear from people who listen to the show. Absolutely. Really just so that we know that people listen to the show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so thanks again, guys. We'll catch up in another week. And until then, I guess live long and prosper. Peace and long life. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's Unplanned Trek.